Welcome to Bitch Talk, booze interviews straight from the heart of San Francisco. I'm Erin. That's Ange. Hi. That's Char. Hello. You can find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com where you can sign up for our monthly e-news. For behind-the-scenes videos and two-minute clips of our interviews, head to our YouTube channel and subscribe. You can find us every other Thursday morning at 9.30 a.m. at bff.fm. And if you like what you hear... Rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For the love of God, do it. It really helps. And we are headed back to Sundance once again, 2020, because we just got so much content from that festival. We are talking about the episodic called City So Real. It's a portrait of contemporary Chicago uh, delivers a deep, multifaceted look into the soul of a quintessentially American city set against the backdrop of its history-making 2019 mayoral election and the tumultuous 2020 summer of COVID-19 and social upheaval following the death of George Floyd. On this episode, you'll hear the director, Steve James. Uh, you might know that name. He directed Hoop Dreams, as well as subjects Dr. Amara Inya and longtime political strategist, media personality, and really just a, a hoot and a holler. Uh, his name's Maze Jackson. You'll also hear our festival daily buzz honorary bitch, John Wildman, on this interview with me. So listen in and see you on the other side. John Wildman here with one of my Bitch Talk teammates, Aaron Lim. And right now we're going to be talking about City So Real, which is in the indie episodic section of uh, Sundance. Steve, why don't you start us off by introducing our audience to what City So Real is. Well, it's a, it's a mini-series, four-hour mini-series, they're showing two hours here, um, that is a profile of Chicago at a particularly, I think, fraught time. Mm -hmm. we, we just came through this incredible mayoral election. Uh, of which Mara was um, one of the candidates. And, um, and then it, it also took place around the time of the trial of Laquan McDonald, which was a famous, infamous situation in Chicago, very important trial. And so I just wanted to do a, a kind of profile of the city at that time that could in some ways sort of stand to be kind of a profile of American cities right now and the issues that all cities are grappling with. You know, I found it fascinating. Um, I, uh, I work on a film festival at, at Chicago, but it's in, it's in one part. And what I found was wonderful about uh, your approach to this is showing each different area of the city. Um, and, and, and they're almost like they're, they're, I mean, they are very much almost like their own little personal bergs. And, <laughs> uh, and I thought it was wonderfully done. I would like for both of our subjects to talk about because, you know, again, this is a profile of your city and it's a profile of you. So, so there has to be trust there. Um, to be allowed on camera. So talk about that. Well, I mean, it was, you know, it was really interesting. I think uh, Steve and I ran into each other actually at uh, the courthouse. Um, it was a hearing, I believe, uh, in the process for Laquan McDonald and Officer Jason Van Dyke. And I think what speaks to, it speaks throughout the film is really Chicago has such different personalities depending upon where you are in the city. Um, Chicago has historically been probably the most segregated city in the country, and you can feel that. And that's something that I think comes through in the film. You actually feel the different vibe, the different energy, based upon where you are in the city. And so having someone sort of capturing that, I think made it very, very powerful. 
you know, I think when you speak of somebody like Steve James and you saw what he did with Hoop Dreams, realistically, uh, and the portrayal there, it then provided some trust. Now, I'm going to tell you in Chicago, we don't talk to anybody unless somebody <laughs> sent us. And quite frankly, somebody sent you, and it's real. And quite frankly, uh, I met Steve through Amara, because Amara and I, were, we did a segment on my radio show, and Amara was, Steve brought the cameras, and I was like, who is this with these cameras? And what are you doing bringing this white guy in here with these cameras in the blackest radio station yes. in Chicago? Uh, and it was funny because so many of our viewers we have some very astute viewers and they talked about steve and i didn't really realize how much and then they were like he was the hoop dreams guy i was like oh come in bring him back (laughs) can you give me of course i'm a media whore so if there's a camera i'm looking for it but steve actually truly captured the essence of chicago which amara elaborate on which is the most segregated city in chicago or in america Uh, in america in chicago (laughs) in america sorry yeah, um, I loved the the two parts of this uh, story because I live in San Francisco and I thought our political system was <laughs> effed, um, but I had no idea what was happening in Chicago. And Amara, if you can talk a little bit more about your story, and I loved the story about your family yeah. and your sister and your brother. I just I loved it. If you want to talk about that? Sure. So it so I had um, a pretty unconventional experience. I grew up in the Chicago area, lived on the West Side, still live on the West Side of Chicago. Had never run for office or uh, had never held political office before, um, but I'm someone who had worked in government, so I've seen the politics of Chicago firsthand in my job. Um, I also come from a family that had been politically active. My parents are from Nigeria, fought in Nigeria's civil war, um, and had been very outspoken against the government there throughout the years of dictators. So there's some continuity about issues of justice and human rights and doing the right thing. And so for me, it was just something that you saw so clearly in Chicago, that there's clearly some things wrong with the systems in the city that are leading to high levels of unemployment, shootings, crime, inequity in education. And for me it was, you cannot witness these things and wait for someone else to come and solve our problems. You have to get engaged, you have to get involved. And that was just through politics. And so, um, you know, I talked to my family about it and they were, you know, very supportive. Mm -hmm. Although it's like, okay, Chicago is unique in terms of its politics. Are you sure this is what you want to do? (laughs) (laughs) You just say, would you recommend it? (laughs) Exactly. I mean, and not having been held political office and also not um, being mired in it, it, it's really daunting. And it was, um, I characterize it as the Lord of the Rings. You've got this group of, you know, misfits. banding together to get this ring to mortar like it's that kind of journey that's what it felt like and once you set out you know we have to rely on each other we have to trust each other and we had a goal in mind and we were going to do our very best to reach that goal and I think that's what came through um, in in the film you saw you know my family how we interacted you saw some of the challenges, personal challenges uh, that we faced from being um, a not overly, not well-funded campaign. I mean, we, but we were so creative, um, but we really had to work extremely hard to navigate in this kind of environment. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of that, I think, um, kept Steve captured in the film. Yeah. Well, I think that's also a, a, another special element of this beyond the simple, um, you know, portrait as it currently stands of the city. And that is the um, letting us inside the door 
of of what's happening behind the scenes in uh, campaigning. Mm. Uh, you know, my, my wife ran for a, a city council in Dallas this year, and and so much as I was watching. Uh, show, I, I, I was like laughing to myself about those conversations about, you know, this guy who's plotting against you and, 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 and your family, you know, are, are we sure we want to do this? Yes, yeah. yeah, so you definitely want to do this, you know, and, and th those things that, again, you know, when we're watching campaigns, you know, we see on our TV screen, we're never mm -hmm. seeing any of that. Yeah. And it, and it informs so much. Yeah. Steve, I want you to talk about, again, not just being let in the door. I mean, you obviously had, had wonderful participation, but then after you had that, balancing it out and shaping the footage. Yeah, well, that's why I went from supposing to be a film to being a miniseries, because <laughs> I'm not very good at balancing. Uh, uh, you know, I just, you know, the more we shot, the more it just seemed like um, to really tell this story uh, appropriately, we needed a bigger canvas. And, and I always liked the idea of going around from campaign to campaign, and there were certain campaigns like Amars that we had great access to. There were other campaigns like Tony Preckwinkle, who was one of the front runners, who we didn't get access to, but it didn't matter ultimately because we covered her in a different way than the news media covers her. You know, yeah. when the news media covers, the, you know, the, and I don't blame him, we got to know all the folks that are on the, the, the daily you know, grind of mm -hmm. news media, and they're there to get their uh, bites, sound bites, and some visuals, and then you know, we're out of here. Yeah. We documented the event itself, at, um, which I felt was far more revealing. So I think a guiding light in terms of all of this was we're not gonna be able to deep dive into a single campaign throughout this entire process because we're trying to make this a more mosaic portrait. So what are the moments that stand out? that really tell you something about that candidate or about politics in Chicago. And one of the things I really loved about this project was there were so many people running for mayor. It in and of itself was like this kind of incredible cross-section of the city itself. All these people who felt like they had a shot to become the next mayor of Chicago. Right. Yeah. And Mace, I want, yeah, I want you like to jump Mace. in here. Mace has something well, to say. two things, right? <laughs> so, See him. you know, so I am a what you would call, I was traditionally trained as part of the Chicago Democratic machine. And so I have a very different perspective. But I do want to point out that Steve is going to need a car starter in Chicago because <laughs> he uh, deflowered the queen, who, uh, the queen sugar, who we call uh, our county board president, uh, who was actually the head of the machine. And I think one of the mm. things... Preckwinkle. Tony Preckwinkle. Okay, yes. like, yes. And if you about, saw yeah, yeah. her, she is the epitome mm. of st like, she's always on message, always yeah. disciplined. And the way you captured that and the way... You're going to reframe the way people are look at, looking at her. Um, and I, I would also say that, you know, watching Amara and her family in this process. Um, I'm, I'm, I was the guy they used to call to come destroy your campaign. The guy who was doing all of the plotting behind the scenes. And so it was pretty awesome to see, because um, I'll be honest with you, I did not, I was like, guys, I don't know if this rapper thing is gonna work. And I would be like, what are you doing? And I, I would say all these things and to see um, Amara with the way that she put her team and campaign together and to see that they got right up into the line it really gave me um, a different perspective for the upstarts right because I'm like you'll never make it <laughs> and, and then to see her 
really get right within the mix. Um, I, I think you guys have a just a Steve did a tremendous job on capturing uh, the dynamics of Chicago politics. Although we've gotten a lot softer, so the stuff that you see now, like <laughs> doesn't like, matter. Oh, it's out no, the window. It's, I'm saying that it's that is my first campaign. Uh, that was gunplay. So like you went to the polling place and people pulled guns on you. Mm. Now we're at a place where it's like you get out, they yell at each other and it's like, oh, this is nothing. Uh, but Steve did a tremendous job in capturing the essence of the the last remnants of the the Democratic machine in Chicago because it is coming apart. Well, it is incredibly engrossing. Again, it's in the indie episodic section. It is City So Real. It's been great to have you here. Thanks Thank for you. Having Thank great you. to be here. So that was our interview back at Sundance 2020 on the Festival Daily Buzz with our honorary bitch, John Wildman, as well as the director of City So Real, Steve James, and the subjects, Dr. Amara Inya, and longtime political strategist, media personality, Mays Jackson. We hope you enjoyed the interview, and we really hope you hop onto Nat Geo or Hulu to watch this episodic, very timely, very interesting part of the country, going through a lot of what other big and small cities are going through in terms of politics and the Black Lives Matter movement. If you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information about us, you can head to bitchtalkpodcast.com. This podcast is created, hosted, and executive produced by Aaron Lim. My co-host is Angela Tabora, a.k.a. Captain Party. The show's edited by producer Shar. We're powered by GoTo Productions.